Why? Welcome back to Fat People with Opinions, where we're black. Nope, that's that's not it. Are we black? We no, are. We're, we're <laughs> no, we I mean, I know black. we're black, but that's not the that's not the slogan. Welcome to Fat People with Opinions, where we're back, we're fat, and we still have fucking opinions. It's week two of season two, and look at us recording two episodes in a row. We're Bitch, off to a great start. And we, spoiler alert, <laughs> there are seasons. Bitch, I didn't know that we were doing seasons, girl. <laughs> I figured that just coming back with an episode after like a year break and being like, let's just pretend nothing happened <laughs> would be wrong. So I was like, let's just call this season two. We're rebranding, bitch. Season two, <laughs> fresh start. And already we're a media, you know, conglomerate, right, like. bitch? We have two episodes in a row. <laughs> we're recording. We have a schedule. We're Come consistent. On. We're recording at the same time this week that we recorded last week. It's like, bitch, we have our lives together, okay? A business, a bitch, <laughs> a brand. You bitches better, you know, run in fear. Cower. Cower. But welcome back. How are you doing this week? Has your week been grandiose? I think what's coming to the forefront in my response is I'm just tired today. I, I, I had an interesting sleep, but I still managed to get the things I wanted to get done done. But overall this week, I have been feeling... I have a, there's so many things. First, I want to say this is not a podcast about weight loss or like solely about fitness or anything. Absolutely not. It's not. But one of the things I want people to know is that a lot of these messages that you hear from people who are like focused on fitness and that kind of shit, like don't pay attention to that shit. Like, or also don't pay attention to your own internal kind of like clock when it comes to meeting a goal. Cause I was just thinking earlier, I didn't go to, to the gym four times this week. Like I didn't start going to the gym until Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> like, and some, some probably somebody out there will probably be like, well, like, what is the point of you going? Why didn't you just not wait the next week? And then some other people will be like, you know, you know, this is a waste of a week. You're not being productive, that kind of thing. But it's like, no, just go when you want to go. Right. I feel the exact opposite. Shout out to you for actually making it one but, day or one or two days. No, but week. I'm just saying like, don't, because you know how like when you haven't done something, you build it up in your head and you're like, oh my God, I have to go back and do it. It's going to be this mind numbing thing. Like, just go do it. The workout is going to suck because you haven't been there. And also working out just sucks. That as well <laughs> but just go do it do workouts that you enjoy doing things that you like the feeling of get cute to go like you know what i'm saying like don't feel defeated or get down on yourself if you haven't gone in a few days and you just decide that i just want to get up and go you don't have to wait till the following week just go mm -hmm. and do it for you don't do it for like in the name of productivity i guess that's what, kind of what i'm responding to is that like when you do things in the name of productivity, you you can be very hard on yourself if you don't necessarily follow like a consistent schedule that you set out for yourself. Mm -hmm. But you, you know, even if you take a break for four, like I took four consecutive days of not doing nothing and was just sitting around. And I was like, I could go to the gym. Let me just go get get this break out of the way, get the workout in. The workout wasn't my best, but at least I still went. And the week isn't a waste. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because I went three times this week and I'm probably going to go tomorrow. Even if I don't go, I'm still like, bitch, you could not have gone at all. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, 
you know, give yourself some grace to people who are out there. If you're on a fitness journey, if you're not, if you're just going just to go, like, I know it's the new year and we're trying to be productive, but even if it's the case that you have to do like a reset midweek, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Just go when you can go. It's also like nobody is setting that um, standard for you except you. Right. So like, yeah, there are people who go to the gym seven days a week, but that not that might not be a you thing. And even if you say, oh, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week, if you make it four days, no one's going to punish you for it. Right. Like, it's it's a you thing, you know? I, that's something that I struggle with too because I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this five days a week. Oh, I'm going to put out content five days a week and then mm. I put out content twice in that week and i'm like mm, well that was a fail but like was it because no, like it <laughs> i still put out the content you so. still put the content i think it's like don't there's never there's gonna be times where you have a perfect week where you're going because for me ideally at least when it comes to the gym a perfect week would probably be like going six times in that week that doesn't happen happen often mm-hmm. more often than not it's like four more often than not it's like five but then lately it's been like four but that's still like you're still doing something towards that goal Mm -hmm. so even if you're not going the six times a week that you want to go or you know in the case of another person you know i'm a maniac can go all the time but if you (laughs) go four times a week and that is like what you had set for yourself if you only go two times that week bitch that's two times that you could not have gone right so you're still that's all still useful information and learning and progress that you're making towards your goal and it's still a what's the opposite of a deficit a positive um uh surplus i guess a surplus but not yeah yeah so like even if the goal was to be a plus five being a plus two is still a plus right still a plus because you could be none right you could be a zero right and you could be harming yourself so (laughs) it's 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 good um and you don't have to apply that i do i use uh the gym as an example just because that's kind of like me in my mode usually but you can apply that to any kind of like productive thing that you're doing if you're going to be writing if you're going to be creating in the case of taylor streaming that kind of thing you can apply it to that um, Mm -hmm. scenario as well correct but yeah um you know niggas went to the gym today um you have on a cute gym outfit is this the outfit you wore to the gym i did not this is what i wore after i got the shower and niggas are lucky they're getting this because (laughs) it's cute though it's like a, a a sweatsuit set it's got a cute little jacket and some sweatpants and your shoes are matching and your hat is matching. Shanika got this for me. My shoes, she got them for me. Shout out to her. That's my best friend. I love her dearly. Got me these um, Ugg boots. The little, um, like, low top, I guess. This is what you call them. Low top Ugg boots. Mm-hmm. They're, when I tell you, bitch, they are so comfortable. <laughs> are they hot, though? Your feet be toasty? No, my feet feel divine. <laughs> okay? Like, my feet, I have on a sock. Under well, I was going to say underneath the shoe, but I don't inside the inside, shoe, <laughs> inside the shoe, I have a sock <laughs> inside the shoe, and there's warmth there, but it's like a hmm, as opposed to a sweaty, stinky. Is it um furry on the inside? Yeah, sharper. Mm-hmm. I and I'm enjoying all of that. No, they kind of give you slipper, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying. Like the the silhouette is very slipper, so they're definitely not like a going out number but for right for right now how i feel bitch i feel like i need to be sleeping we're in a very lounge situation we're just sitting on the couch talking into microphones if i could do this podcast laying down (laughs) 
He tried. We couldn't get the mic situation to work. <laughs> I, I, I would be doing this laying down. We could all just take a nap for an hour and a half as a collective. As a collective. And I would be completely fine with that. Um, how are you doing, friend? Um, I wanted to quit my job twice this week. But mm-hmm. other than that, it's been okay. I don't know what it is. I feel like maybe my lady time is coming and just everything is pissing me off. Because mm-hmm. anything could piss me off. Like, I, what happened this week that was so minuscule? I, I was driving on the way to work. And this car got over in front of me. Didn't cut me off. Just, like, got over in front of me. And you I was just, pissed. It's like fighting. And I don't know why. Because, like, <laughs> they had somewhere to be, too. But also, just the fact that they decided to get in my lane just upset me. Like, also, why are you on the road, bitch? Right. Like, like, why are you on the road? Nobody told you to be on the same road that I'm being on. Go in your house. Aren't we in a pandemic? Go in your house. That's I be saying that all <laughs> the time. Like, I literally be, like, going to the gym. I'm like, why are niggas out? Like, I don't understand, <laughs> bitch. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Go home. Why the fuck are y'all out? And we'll... Hypocrisy. Meanwhile, right. Because we're niggas. <laughs> we're, we're the ones that are out. <laughs> Walking contradiction. Like, you, during the holiday season, bitch, that was me all the time. Like, bitch, where are y'all going? Like... <laughs> What are you buying? Why are you getting things for Christmas, bitch? You were supposed to be in the house with the blinds shut, hanging from the ceiling like me. Bitch, why? What are you doing? Hanging from the ceiling <laughs> like me. True, Because I'm truly a bad bitch. <laughs> so, like, where are you going and what are you doing? And, like, hopefully you're wearing a mask, but that's and me. Also, like, move your hoopty out of my lane because I was on the way somewhere and now you're pissing me off. Yeah. But I think it's because my lady time is coming. So, my job is just, like, it's not hard. It's just tedious. Mm. And I don't feel like the time be moving the way at at the work, at the job, that it does at home. Because <laughs> mm. when I'm at the job, I look at the clock and it's, you know, 11.02. And then two hours later, I look at the clock and it's 11.15. <laughs> but when I be home, I look at the clock and it's, you know, 6.45. And then two minutes later, I look at the clock and it's 11.30. And I'm pissed. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Time be going by so fast, bitch. Why don't it move like that when I'm at work? I don't understand. And I just, there were multiple times this week where I was just like, what if I just didn't come back? I think I tweeted, I just show up to work whenever I feel like it now. <laughs> I'm going to fuck around and stop showing up altogether. <laughs> I love that mood. <laughs> I, I, look, I mean, this is why I guess we're not the people in government who are setting up the system because, bitch, it truly would be that for me. Like, it would be like, girl, just come into the job when you feel like it. Like, because I just, I, I don't have it. In, I'm very Lauren Hill when it comes to all this shit, bitch. My chakras aren't aligned for me to show up <laughs> into this workplace to do this thing that we need to do, bitch. So At guess all. what? I'm not going to come, but, you know, responsibility. And I will see you when I see you. But the way capitalism is set up, it's going to capitalize. And if I don't have the capital, <laughs> what am I going to do? You know? What are you going to do? Yeah. How? Because I, too, had many thoughts this week where it led me to contemplating divorcing myself from my place of employment. <laughs> divorcing. I like that. Divorce, I plan to divorce myself from, from my, the, place my, my place of employment. <laughs> and I, I, I did not divorce myself from my place of employment, but like how harmful, toxic, just completely bad is your job where if you're thinking about quitting multiple times throughout the week, like, because what does that do to your like your self-esteem like your mental health when it's like a this is something that i have to do have to do i have to be here and i'm miserable so miserable that i'm contemplating putting myself in a negative position just to stop doing it doing this thing girl like (laughs) that's what i'm saying like 
And we talk about student loans all the time, but bitch, it really puts people in a position where they have to take jobs that they otherwise would not take mm-hmm. in order to be responsible to pay off a debt that seems like it's going absolutely the fuck nowhere. The debt that I accrued trying to get to a place where I could pay for things. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I paid to go to school to make enough money to pay back the money I paid to go to school to make enough money. Right. How does that make sense? It's not. It's not making sense at all. It's not making sense. And in my case, it's like my job, it, my job's tedious, but any job is really tedious. Um, but for me, it's the amount of stress that I feel like I've been under lately in doing like that, that cost benefit analysis of like, I'm experiencing this amount of stress for this job that I don't give a fuck about. At all. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I really have been finding myself overwhelmed by the sheer workload. Like, for for those who don't know, I mean, I'm not going to say where I work, but we work at, can I say, like, can I say a call center? Can I say that without giving it yeah, away? Yeah, I feel like you could give, like, a, a general discipline in which you work just not the name of the job okay so yeah so we work in a call center i work in a call center environment and lately since since like november october ish it's been really 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 busy and i don't know what that's about maybe it's because people are at home because of the pandemic they're getting bills medical bills and feeling the need to call us about them because i mean i feel like i mean if we were busy we had like like rush periods before but it's seeming like every single day is back to back busy like i'm so glad i'm not on the phones like the reps are all the time because i would be wanting to shoot my fucking self mm-hmm. um but lately it's been really really busy and what happens is it'll be like i have this one rep who will send me an email to look at this account and then I have another rep who's telling me that this patient wants a supervisor to call them back. Then I have another rep that's like, oh, can you look at this account for me? And it's it's just been overwhelming in terms of not being able to keep up with the amount of tasks that I have to complete with the number of hours in the day. And the fact that my reps, because they're taking a lot of calls, are sending me requests to do things for them. And I've just been feeling like even in the comfort of my own home, where I can put on like a television, put the TV on and listen to something in the background and not be on the phone. I'm still finding myself like annoyed at the shit that I'm having to do. Like, and we talk about this all the time. I'm trying to be grateful and maintain perspective because, you know, you could be in a situation where you're not working, but fuck that shit. Cause like (laughs) this, I am so over people who don't know how to use computers. Like, I'm really over <laughs> them. If you don't know how to use technology, I'm sorry, you don't need to be working anybody's call center. And I'm not saying that to be ageist. I'm not saying that to say that, you know, you need to be a fucking computer scientist to work in a call center. But, bitch, if you can't troubleshoot, like, basic shit, like, okay, I shouldn't have to explain to you, like, where your taskbar is. Like, okay, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I shouldn't have to explain to you that, like, Common sense tells you that if an, an application isn't working, to close it out. Mm-hmm. Like you, or like if your computer is running slow or something like that, close tr- some of your tabs. Or try 
re- rebooting the computer. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I these are conversations I'm legitimately having to have with people. Like, I had a whole interaction, and bless her heart, because she's so nice and sweet and lovely. I had a whole conversation with this one rep where I had to legitimately go into us. I'm sharing, she's sharing her screen to me, and I'm talking to her on the phone. And we're trying to figure out why, where she's going wrong in terms of processing a payment. This is one of the most basic functions of your job. And she is struggling to figure out why she can't process this payment. So I had her walk through all of the steps. Meanwhile, this is taking away time for me to be able to do the shit that I, again, complained about at the beginning of this rant, <laughs> where I said, I have all of these emails coming in for things I have to do. It's taking me away from doing that to teach her how to do this thing. Come to find out the bitch wasn't pushing enter. So, like, you know how, like, you have to put in an amount and then usually have to put in enter in order to make it so that the computer recognizes that that's the amount that you put in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she wasn't doing that. How do you... I? And, and I found myself thinking, and I'm trying not to become, like, a radical, like, financial capitalist person, but also, like, why do you have a job? You know what I'm saying? Like, Why do you have, why do you have this job why, specifically? Why do you have this job? Because it does not suit you if you don't know how to use computers. Because that should have been... Because I'm sitting here, and I said to her, did you press enter? Did you... I'm just, like, flabbergasted right now <laughs> because... I, I, Multiple functions that you do as an everyday person, even not in your job, require you to hit enter after you have done. You go to an ATM. It asks you how much money you want out. You hit the green enter button after you after you put in the the number the number amount. Correct. You um go and buy something at the grocery (laughs) store and you swipe your card and put in your pin number you have to hit the green enter button to confirm said purchase you have to do it multiple times so what's going on right and i'm just like sitting here and you also i'm also in a situation where i'm in leadership so this is a team who you know reports to me and i'm responsible for i'm not a manager but i'm like you know under the manager so this is a team that i'm supposed to be kind of helping cultivate their development how in and I have to play politics sometimes and manage emotions in order to not come off as condescending and rude, especially as a younger person, you know, a millennial talking to someone who's older. Like, and I find myself really struggling with that because I, I want to say, girl, you shouldn't be, you should know how to do this. Mm-hmm. But like, you're my elder. And it's clear that you have some issues where it comes to technology. Like, I'd be having to tell her sometimes, like, girl, you're not going to break the computer. Like, (laughs) you're not going to break it. Just, you know, if a situation arises, you push the wrong button. Shit, you push the wrong button. Right, you go back and you do it again. You do it again. But, like, she'd be so scared to do shit. And I'm like, I don't know how to address that specific concern. So, it's just really been eating up at me because... Again, it's I'm already in a situation where I'm stressed over the sheer workload and then having to deal with shit like that where it's like, these are things that you should be able to fix yourself as a representative. And I'm trying to give people benefit of the doubt and the credit that they deserve. But considering the situation, everyone deserves a job. Um, I mean, generally, everyone deserves to have a stream of income. But like, girl, I found myself multiple times saying, why the fuck are you here? I found myself saying that multiple times this week. And that shit right there, that feeling made me feel I didn't want to be there. Like, I did not want to be there at all. That situation would have made me want to quit as well. Because I can't, how am I supposed to give you the confidence to use the machine that you're supposed to use for work when I have to do my own work? And I can't, it's not like I need to, like, I can teach you 
how to press the buttons. Right. But if you're scared that pressing the buttons is going to cause the machine to break, right. how Girl. do I deal with that? Girl. And like, it irritates, there are so many things I've learned in corporate culture that really fucking irritate me. We can have a whole conversation about this. But one of the things that irritates me is like, when I have to confirm something as simple as like, you know how people will be like, well, somebody will ask you something, you'll give them the instruction, instruction, and then they ask you again just to confirm that that's what you said. Like, for example, it'll be like, I'll be like, oh, open your email. You mean open my email? Bitch, yes. Open your, I said, open, go to the email. And I'm like, girl, click this. You mean click this? Yes, click. This is my day all day, uh-uh. Taylor. This, I can't. This, I'm clapping at the bottom. Sorry. This is my day all day. You want me to hit enter? Yes. Hit- <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'd be so mad. I'd be so fucking mad. Like, and I'd be, I'd be really having to be conscious of this good mute button on this mic because I'd be like, girl, this is me all day. Girl, girl, girl. You can't do this. And she's, situa- she's, she's situated in such a way in our job where she has it a lot easier than other reps do because, I mean, I can't give out too many details, but there's multiple clients that other reps could potentially have. She only has one. Mm-hmm. So it was like the fact that she, and she has been there a significant amount of time. So it's like, and when I say significant, I mean like a year, maybe a year and a half. So the fact that you are struggling with this basic task in having been your year, it's like, girl, I don't, I'm trying not to be the villain, but we need to, to look at other options in terms of employment. Mm-hmm. Like girl, cause it's, it's not working. It's the way that, you're supposed to work efficiently and you can't do that if you don't know how to do that. You know, this yeah. may not just, it's just not the industry for you. It's not the industry for you. I mean, and, I mean, it sucks because every industry is going to involve computers. I'm assuming at some point. Yeah. I, I've realized, I mean, maybe not realized, but I have seen examples recently of um, like industries moving forward in the techno in the technological world mm-hmm. and how like we're leaving old people behind i don't want necessarily to do that but even in this situation i ordered doordash Mm -hmm. one day to work and the way that my job is set up it's at the bottom of a very large hill Mm -hmm. and the driveway that goes to the goes down the hill so you're at the top of the hill that's where the top of the driveway starts Mm -hmm. then it goes down the hill to the building girl who built this building it was a terrible decision girl (laughs) but i ordered doordash and this was like a day after the really bad snow. So it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm. So it was like, there was snow on the ground, but the roads were not icy or anything. There was snow on the grass. The driveway had been completely plowed. Mm. So like, okay, I'm feeling a little bad about ordering DoorDash because I don't want you to get hurt. But also I drove here. So I feel like you can drive here. However. And by that time, like you said, it was like, I didn't leave the house for four days because of the snow. But by that time it was like, they did a decent job in terms of powering yeah. the streets at that point. Like, yeah. it wasn't horrible. The streets were fine. It would be, the driveway would be the part that I'd be nervous about. But yeah. when I got there that morning, I was fine. I backed it down the driveway. So if I can do all that, yeah, it's fine. So I get a call saying, my DoorDash is here. I look outside. I don't see anybody. They're not there. So I'm like, <laughs> girl. Well, ma'am, where are you at? <laughs> and she goes, um, I'm too old to walk to the door. Because I could fall and get hurt. And I, p- the part of me that is like, you know, a soft flower girl is mm. like, oh, no, grandma, I will come to you. Right. Don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. But then the part of me that's like, I just ordered DoorDash through my telephone, <laughs> a service that is supposed to bring food to my door, right. yes. Dash. Yes. Yes. And I'm having to not only walk 
out of the building and over to the driveway, but then up the driveway because she was scared to drive down the driveway as well. Walk up this steep ass driveway to get my food. And I'm just like, if this were me, because I door dash, well, mm-hmm. I, not anymore, but I have door dashed. I would have made it to the door. Like yeah. I would have found a way to make it to the door because that is my job. Right. <laughs> to me again, ordering this door dash. So there's literally no inconvenience to me. Right. And it was like, I'm, I'll get over it. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a huge deal that I have to walk over there. But, ma'am, maybe this is just not your job. Maybe you should have stayed home and sent your son out to do things like this. Or, or you have know. somebody else in the car, bitch, that you can send up the hill. Because, you know, honey, um, the grandson, bitch, <laughs> we, have, we have moves to make. We have money. You know, money is out here to be made in these streets. So what you need to do is, you hop know. On, hop on in the, the passenger seat. With me. And you're going to do all the running. You're going to do the running. And you will get a 10%, 10% of what I make, bitch. And, you know, we can go from there. Because, girl, that is that is unacceptable to me. Because, like, again, <laughs> you ordered this food so that the food could be brought directly to your hand. Correct. The only inconvenience to you is to put pants on to go to the door to answer. And I was at work, so I had pants on. So, really, there should have been no, <laughs> no inconvenience to you. Let me tell another work story. I'm sorry, because this really, I just thought about this. This just pissed me off all the way. Like, so I had a, a an escalation where I spoke with a patient, and... She was essentially, I mean, she just had all these demands. But one of the things that really irritated me about what the conversation was, was that she made it a point to say to me, I'm from the South and I'm a lady, so you're not going to interrupt me. I'm sorry? Right. And I mean, this is the kind of shit I have to deal with on a regular basis. So already I'm like, girl, I could just hang up this phone. That's what I want to do. I just want to unplug this computer and just make it sound, seem like, oh my God, my system shut down while I was on the phone. But then I'm about to call her back. I was like, let me not do that. But, and I'm like, first of all, you're assuming that I subscribe to like the same notions of like chivalry and gender, like gender roles and shit that you subscribe to. Cause I want to say to her, bitch, I don't care if you're a man, woman or child. Like if I feel like you're making a point that is false, I'm going to interject to say, before you move forward, that's some bullshit. But before you move forward, because that the whole reason of me interrupting her was to say before you, because she had a whole bunch of she was talking for. I wish I, I wish I could just play this call because you would listen and be like, wait. So she was talking for about five minutes. I have not said anything, and I'm just sitting here in silence. And and then she would pause, and I would begin to talk because there was a pause. And then she was like, "Well, I'm not done." Okay. Okay. <laughs> so then she mentions that and she says, you're not going to interrupt me because I'm a lady from from the South and you shall treat me like a lady. Already, girl, I don't give a fuck. This what does that mean? Because like, this, I'm a lady, so if I interrupt you, is that okay? I, apparently she believed that because that's what happened. Because this is not still Magnolia's bitch. I don't right. give a fuck you are, who you are, <laughs> bitch. You're not Dolly Parton. You're nobody important to me. But... <laughs> The same rule that she set up for the conversation she could not abide by because when I was talking, you know that I was interrupted all the time. Like, I would be saying, okay, well, ma'am, you know, I'm sorry about the situation. Let me offer an explanation so that you can see what 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 the issue is and how, you know, what our perspective is in the situation. Mid-conversation, well, I don't agree with that. That's not the situation. Here's what I want. <sighs> the way that I would have just hung up the phone. I would have lost my job that day. Most of the stories that you tell, though, I would have lost my job. I just don't have the patience that you have. And I'm really shocked <laughs> that I have not. <laughs> I'm. Truly, I, 
I really have learned that I have a lot of patience when it comes to interacting with people who are specifically having problems and need those problems solved. I can communicate with you to work through that problem. I learned that that is a skill that I have. Do I want it to be a skill? No, because fuck all y'all. <laughs> However, I learned that this is a skill that I have. But it's like, bitch, if you, people just need... The reason I tell that story is because people really don't be having no fucking self-awareness. Like, when she made that point to me about not interrupting her, I was able to then change my behavior to say, okay, when she's talking, I'm not going to say anything because mm-hmm. it's only going to escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. And I, this was a thing I was constantly thinking to myself throughout the duration of the call. However, she didn't have the self-awareness enough to realize that the rule that she set, she was not abiding by mm-hmm. during the conversation. That's one of those situations where you have to put on your like um, white people petty pants and be like, ma'am, you asked me not to interrupt you. I'm asking you to give me the same <laughs> consideration. Thank you. Thank you. But I was trying, I'm trying, I was trying to just get, cause it got to the point of the conversation where it was like, the more we talk, the more I'm in jeopardy of truly getting fired <laughs> and the longer this conversation is. So let's just nip it in the bud. So it was very much so she would say things. I would be silent and I would just sit there and I would be like, okay, is there anything else I can do for you? <laughs> very <laughs> much so. All right. Is there anything else I can do for you today? That's me all day. As soon as you say something that I just left. Okay. Well. This has been a wonderful conversation. <laughs> I really appreciate your contribution. However, it's time for us to depart. I can't. But yeah, please have some self-awareness out here. I don't know what the lesson was in that story, but please have some fucking self-awareness. Uh, honestly, it's to do unto others as you would have them do unto you. If you're asking me not to interrupt you, bitch, don't interrupt me either. Right. We could have a civil conversation where we both get a chance to talk and the other one is silent. Right. And I understand like you being pissed because of something wrong happened or whatever but it's also like that wasn't my fault that and i'm here trying to help you that also like you doing all of this is it going to make me want to help you at all it's going to make me want to be petty and do (laughs) things to harm your situation correct so please just be mindful of that just talk nice and we won't have a problem but that's the tales from the belly of the beast, bitch, where we complain about our jobs. <laughs> we complain <laughs> and rant about our jobs, which we're always willing to do and to feel like we need a separate podcast for it. Okay. However, let's talk about some pop culture shit. We're going to get into the skinny right after this. If you're ever interested in watching me play, you know, The Sims, Animal Crossing, sometimes I do some pew pew games. You can follow me or check me out on twitch.tv slash Taylor Renee. I'd be having a good time, okay? I'd be having a great time. We'd be playing The Sims. We've come up with a really cool LP. LP is short for Let's Play. Anyway, um, right now where we're trying to have 100 babies while also being a black widow, so marrying rich men and then stealing their money <laughs> and then killing them. And um, also being haunted by a bunch of ghosts in the house in the haunted house that we live in with our 100 babies and all of our husbands it's a fun time i think you should stop by twitch.tv slash taylor and i all right so this is like a little bit of old tea but i was doing some searching around on the interwebs actually when this happened i didn't put in my two cents because i thought it was dumb but now that i've read more into it i'm just like not only is this dumb but so are y'all um Mm. lizzo who we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. I feel like the title of that was Leave Lizzo Alone, and I want y'all to continue doing that. Mm-hmm. But all she did, well, what she did is she put herself on a diet, 
where she drank nothing but smoothies and ate small meals, I think for two weeks. Mm -hmm. I think it was. It was 10 days, at least according to the article that I read. For 10 days. Mm -hmm. And people lost their minds. People lost their fucking minds. Like, I guess it was something along the lines of Lizzo is always out here not wearing no clothes, showing her ass, all proud of her body, but now she's trying to get skinny. She doesn't actually love her body because if she did, she wouldn't be on this diet. Y'all really don't need access to the internet. Like, you really don't. Y'all truly need diaries and journals <laughs> because, like, I don't understand why you, you like, you just want her to fail. Right. It's, it's really what it's giving me. Mm-hmm. It's giving me, like, you are just looking for an instance where you can criticize her for doing some shit, like, that is, 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 is to you. I don't know. It's just, you just want to criticize her really is the point. Cause it was like before it was, she was too fat. She needs to go on a diet. She needs to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And now she's on a diet. It might not be a diet that you like. It might not be a diet that I like, but it's a diet that she has chosen for her. And it's a, she shouldn't be doing that. Why is she doing that? She said that she loved her body. So now she, she doesn't love her body. She's on this crash diet. Like just leave her alone. Yeah. The people who are saying that, you the people who are making the point where she's so um she said that she loves her body and you know she's always showing her body off but she wants to be on a diet she doesn't really love her body that to me that is you masking your fat phobia and like just a general criticism Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because it's like to me you don't really give a fuck about what lizzo does you're just gonna say something because you don't like the fact that she's fat in public Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying that's what that's giving me when they say things like that the people who were saying things like I find it triggering to my like eating disorder because she was having, I didn't, I haven't seen the actual like post of her posting it on the um, interwebs, like uh, the Instagram and stuff. But like she was just eating, like it was like a detox. Yeah. And the detox was, and I was reading about it was because she, she was kind of saying that she has like some uh, gastrointestinal issues. So she was kind of resetting her, you know, digestive system Mm -hmm. after she didn't had, like, she said that she had like spicy food and alcohol while she was in Mexico. And I'm like, to me, all of this makes sense. And is human. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, there have been times where I have been, and I'm not even on a diet. I go to the gym all the time, but I don't, I'm not watching what I eat like that. There have been times where I have like not eaten vegetables in a few days and be like, bitch, why don't I just eat some, I need to eat some vegetables. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I don't understand why she, her making the decision to change her eating for a limited amount of time to address a specific need that she had for her own body triggers you. Right. I don't get that. Because it's not your body and nobody's forcing you to eat anything. You get what I'm saying? And I mean, I understand you having your own, because tr- your triggers are your triggers. And no well, words, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. taking that away from you. But it's also kind of like, instead of projecting that onto someone else and expecting them to change their behavior, your trigger is your trigger. Right. Meaning that you need to do the work of addressing why it is that that triggers you and figure out how to behave, you know, in a way so that that way it doesn't you know, right. cause trigger. that trigger right. or, or, or impact you the way that it is. And if that means that you stop following Lizzo on social media for a little while, then that's what that means. Right. But you cannot hold Lizzo accountable for your triggers, right. especially in situations where she's not pushing this diet. She's not saying, Hey, everyone needs to try this. She said, this is what I'm doing for me and my body right now. Right. To address something that it, it, it wasn't even like, this major like weight loss um health concern it was like i have had i don't know if she has like ibs or something but her her digestive system was fucked up let me get a reset 
<laughs> you get what I'm saying? Let me not eat crazy <laughs> for the next few days and, you know, go from there. And she said that she felt amazing. I don't, I mean, if she did like promote this interesting diet, this harmful diet, then I feel like I would understand people wanting to criticize her for that. But I, I, I didn't get that tea from the shit that I was looking at. I didn't get that tea either. Because it seemed like she just needed to reset her body. And but to my fellow fats, those of you who are also fat girls like me, mm. who had a problem with Lizzo drinking a smoothie because she, quote unquote, wanted to be skinny. She doesn't love her body. What are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. What What is that? Because... <clears throat> Sorry, Lizzo never claimed to be for the fats. Mm -hmm. Like, she never said, I am the face of fat girl power. Like, I'm the face of, you know, loving your body. She she never claimed any of that. Mm -hmm. All she said was, I am comfortable in who I am and my body. That's it. Like, y'all are really projecting all of this. Lizzo is, you know, for the fat girls. Lizzo puts on for the, like, Lizzo never said any of that. Mm -hmm. So for y'all to be mad at her that she is, is trying to change her body, which I don't think she is, is... It's weird to me mm. because she never asked for any of that. She's not, um, you know, the face of the fat girl movement. She's just a girl <laughs> doing Who her own fat? thing. Who's doing? I, I mean, but it, I kind of agree. And then I kind of don't because I feel like she does do this thing where she, and I mean, I guess it's kind of like, are we doing this to her? Is she doing this to us kind of thing? She does this thing where <laughs> the way I'm going to frame it makes it seem like it's more like a um, we're doing this to her, but <laughs> I'm going to try to find a counter argument by virtue of her existing. It feels like in this space, it's kind of like because you're a fat person who is existing and showing your body unapologetically, that feels like it's a political statement. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but it's not right. It <laughs> shouldn't be just because I exist in space and happen to be fat does not mean just because I exist in space and happen to be black does not mean right. that I am the face of the black power Community. movement. Correct. Like, Correct. Yes. But I also feel like, but we all know that although we may feel that way, that we're not necessarily, um, we're not necessarily promoting anything by just existing, mm-hmm. but it's still the case that because you're the only in a situation, you're, you're, and I'm not saying that she should behave in any kind of way, but it puts you in a, you become the spectacle, yeah. I guess is the point you, yeah. you're put under the spotlight. So I feel like, I think I've seen her make posts where it's kind of like, I don't know if she said explicitly that she's like for body positivity, that kind of thing. But I feel like body positivity is such like an amorphous thing at this point that I feel like she probably just means it in the the general sense that kind of like, I mean it, everyone deserves to have a positive body self image Mm -hmm. and whatever that means. And that means that you should have the autonomy to make those decisions for your body, the way that you want to for your body, for your body. So to me, it kind of feels like the people who are criticizing her for pushing diet culture, which I'm kind of like, I feel like I don't know what that means, but like, (laughs) Because to me, it's like a diet is just a means to an end. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I guess this is my, I mean, we girl, I have a lot of thoughts. But like. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> we have all the thoughts. Because I mean, <laughs> younger me would feel like you regulating my eating and you forcing me to work out, that kind of thing. Like, because it comes from a place of authority from somebody else, that is where I feel like the diet culture yeah. Like whenever it's coming from an, like an uh, overarching fig- figure or like a structural thing, that's when it becomes diet culture. But you making the decision as an individual to say, I'm going to change my eating for this specific goal. Mm-hmm. To me, 
that's a diet, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're participating in diet culture. Yeah, I you, think diet culture has become very synonymous with like crash diets and things that can put you in danger. Right. Whereas a diet could simply be I'm no longer drinking soda. That's that's soda is no longer in my diet. Right. In in this situation, to me, it's not her pushing diet culture because there was a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm-hmm. She said, <laughs> I'm doing this cleanse for these these next few days. I completed the cleanse. I feel good. Back to, you know. My regularly scheduled programming. And calling it a day. So it's like, I, I don't really get her pushing diet culture. Um, so, yeah. that's I guess that was all I was going to say. But I, she does toe a line. And, again, I don't know if it's her fault or if it's our fault where I feel like she's she promotes body positivity. And I feel like I've seen her say that explicitly. But it's also kind of like, are we pushing this body positivity image onto her because she's a fat girl existing in space. And what does body positivity mean? Well, I mean, we just talked about that, but mm-hmm. even if she said, I promote body positivity, mm-hmm. that to me doesn't say I can't change my body. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because body positivity is just me. I mean, in my case, me Taylor, it's just me appreciating my body for what it is. And if that means tomorrow, I would like, you know, to start, molding my body into something else that doesn't mean that i'm not positive about it it just means that i would like something different now right and she and and only she only was just documenting it you get what i'm saying like it wasn't like to me it doesn't feel like a promotion because she's not saying that oh here's this coupon code where you can go and purchase uh, did she give recipes or anything like she literally was i don't know it's and i was so shocked when you sent me this that people were actually (laughs) pissed about this because i'm like this is such a non-issue to me. Me too. Because I'm like, girl. This is why I was like, when it was happening, I didn't say anything about it because I was like, this is dumb. But then seeing all of the outrage, I was like, all of this is dumb. Like, y'all just need to mind the business that pays you. Like, fat people, fat bitches, I'm one of you. Correct. You've never been in a situation where you've been eating crazy for the past few days. You said, bitch, I have to eat a vegetable eventually. Me, every like, fucking week. Bitch, I have to, <laughs> like, I have to drink some water the fuck eventually, bitch. Because I will regularly get to the point where I'm like, today needs to be a salad day. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't see w- why her deciding to make a change for... Because she's self again practicing self awareness, right. realizing that she was participating in something that, at least to her, her perspective, was harming herself. She decided that she wanted to correct it, and again, there was a beginning, a middle, and end. Why is it a problem? Especially, you said she was eating spicy um, Mexican food or something well, like she, that. That's what I read in the article that I read. And she's her response was that I, I think she said she was in Mexico or something, and that she was having a lot of alcohol and she had a lot of spicy food that was like not agreeing with her body. And I have gotten to a point where I'm just like, I feel gross because everything inside me is like acidic or like burning. I need a cruciferous vegetable, right? Or you, you ate cheese, or I mean, I don't know if you have a reaction to cheese yeah, and you, you decide that I'm not no longer going to eat cheese because I have said reaction. You may fall off and eat cheese again in the mm-hmm. future, but if you make the decision to then not eat cheese again, you're not pushing diet culture. Right. So it's, uh, She's very know. annoying that y'all put all of this shit onto Lizzo because she is a fat girl. Just leave her alone. Let her yeah. live her life. But I mean, we put it, oh girl, it's a double-edged sword because I love seeing her in space because she is a fat girl. Well, yeah, but there's a difference between enjoying her Mm -hmm. living her life and demanding that she live it a certain way because Because she's she's fat. fat. Yeah, yeah, that's real. That's valid. 
So those are our feelings, bitch. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Just want y'all to leave Lizzo alone. Just let her be her, okay? Yeah. Um, I was looking at her um workout routine because you know she is a performer and mm-hmm. like performing is hard. Correct. Um, and she like runs on the treadmill while singing which is insane because I can't even hold a conversation while running on the treadmill (laughs) while walking on the treadmill, let alone running. She sings and then she hops off the treadmill and plays her flute. And for those of you who play instruments, like it's not, you can't play your instrument if you're out of breath because your breath is literally what plays the instrument. (laughs) (laughs) So for her to be belting on the treadmill while she's running and then hop off and immediately be able to play a tune on her flute is baffling to me. I'm sitting here like... (laughs) Girl, I could not imagine. I could not imagine. I saw things I imagined. I could not imagine doing that because that requires so much like core strength and access to your cardiovascular system in a way that like, bitch, what? It's insane. She really makes people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I love it. I love seeing all of you squirm, but I just want you to let her let you. I want you to let her make you squirm and just shut up. Okay. Right. Like. I'm not even, I'm not even like a Lizzo stand. I just love, I love the idea. I just need to, I love seeing fat people be, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> so maybe it's an, an internal thing, but I just love seeing fat people in spaces where like, she's very popular. She has a huge following. Like she's a, a mega star and she's so fucking talented and she deserves to be in all the spaces that she's in. Not just because she's fat, but because she's legitimately talented. Mm-hmm. And I just love seeing her there because a lot of people who are, mm, a lot of people who are there are not so talented. Mm. Wow. You're going to say this on this hot mic. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say today. <laughs> a lot of people who are there are not so talented. And I just, it's sick. I feel good knowing that there's a fat person in the room who not maybe not, maybe not is advocating for me on behalf of fat people, but all, but it's, it's just, just a fat person, a fat person. It's, um, representation. Matters. I see myself represented in Lizzo. We're gonna have Lizzo on this show. I'm putting that into um Bitch, you into know the she air. <laughs> We're gonna have Lizzo on this show, girl. She's going to be the next guest. Maybe not the next guest, but the next time we talk about Lizzo, it's gonna be because she's here. Right. Okay, I'm putting that into the air. You know she listens to the podcast, right? She told me. Oh, she told you. Y'all are friends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have the DMs to, to prove it. Too. <laughs> I have the DMs to prove it. Have you? Have you gone through any significant like body changes during the pandemic? I don't know because I don't keep track of that shit. To be honest, I feel like I look the same as I always look. <laughs> I mean, you can get. I don't. I don't necessarily feel like I lost weight or gained weight. I feel like I just look like I normally do. Did you ever stop going to the gym for a significant amount of time? Um. Yeah, but I was doing physical activity outside. Okay. Yeah, but it was. I definitely. Hmm. Do you feel like your eating has changed at all? Well, you were never really like not eating any type of way before. Like you've always just ate whatever you wanted to eat. So. Right. That's what that's. I mean, it's. I have an eating style that I could see how someone who is a health professional could think I'm doing something adver- adverse, but I don't feel like it is. And I feel like the way that you work out, it kind of like, you know, works Bounces itself out. out. Because it's, I don't, when I tell you, I usually, I, first of all, I work out on an empty stomach. So like, I don't, I, breakfast, what is that bitch? Come I don't know what? what that is. I love breakfast food. <laughs> we love an egg. We love a meat. We love a potato. Just we not during the breakfast time slot. Those three, those, that four, that combination there, bitch, she's not to be trifled with. But I don't eat breakfast. I don't eat in the morning. Like usually, most of the time, I don't usually don't have my first meal until after two o'clock. 
So would you say you're doing like intermittent fasting, but just like not on purpose? That's just how you live your life. That's just how I live. You know what I'm saying? I don't find myself like lacking energy. Um, I constantly drink water. And then I, when I do have my first meal, it's a big meal. Like I usually break my quote unquote fast with a, um, uh, uh, like a protein shake. A protein shake is, uh, there's three scoops of protein in that bitch. I put half a, a fucking bag of frozen spinach and some chia seeds. And that's usually just so that I have. If y'all could see the shake that this man drank. Because <laughs> he used to come over here with it. When we used to do color guard, we used to have to go to competitions and stuff on the weekends. And he would drink it in the car. It looks like sewer sludge. Or <laughs> like swamp juice just in a cup. And it's thick, and it's like you put the spinach in there, and then you do what? Water is water your liquid? Yes, because it has to. Because it has like full leaves. It's like chunks of leaves in this, and Leave he drinks alone. it every day. <laughs> so that's and this is why going back to the Lizzo conversation. That's for me. That is the food for like my well being, my body. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. for my health. I'm not saying you shouldn't eat it. I'm just saying it looks Crazy. like that. I, I can see <laughs> my, the direct. And she's a little shady bitch. But the director <laughs> of my company, she made one comment. She was like, "It looks like." S-H-I-T. And I was like, girl. I said sewer sludge. Bitch, square up. Don't be talking about my shit, bitch. I need a raise. Don't talk to me about nothing except my raise, bitch. So, um, yeah. So, I eat that. And that's like my meal for my body. And then after that, all bets are off, bitch. Whatever I want, <laughs> I'm going to have. And usually it's going to be multiple things in one sitting. So, like, it won't be uncommon for me to just, like, eat, you know, 10 wings, fries, Ooh, wings sound good. And then have something sweet immediately after. You are very much a, you need dessert with all of your meals. <laughs> I don't live that life. I will eat, you know, maybe three times the amount of meal I should eat, but I'm, I don't need dessert every time. And I don't find myself, at least now, snacking. I will eat a snack. But you get what I'm saying? Like, a snack that is going to be then, like, two minutes later, accompanied by an actual meal yeah. item. So I feel like it's kind of like binging, but not because... It's just an eating style that works for me. Yeah. I've never really been a snack. Like, mm. I don't, I'll eat chips, I guess, or I'll eat like those little crunchy cookies. That's not really my thing, though. If I am in the mood for a snack, I'm going to get like spaghetti. <laughs> you know I'm a getting meal. a slice of pizza. Right. I'm getting chicken and rice. Like, I'm a not really a snack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. like, you know, four or five bites of chicken and rice instead of a whole plateful. <laughs> but it's rice. still going to be chicken and rice. As opposed to a chip. Right. Um, I went through a phase during this pandemic where I was just like, well, first of all, I stopped cooking altogether because mm. I stopped going to the grocery store uh, because we weren't supposed to leave our house. I was I was the one in my house with the, the curtains drawn, yes, the lights off, snuggled under a blanket, descending Not from the ceiling. With no one. Right. Uh, So I would get DoorDash for all three meals of the day. Mm. And it just got to a point where it was like, have you done any physical activity in the last like six months? Maybe you should do something (laughs) because I was just eating. And there was a point where I was like avoiding full length mirrors because I just didn't feel good about myself. It wasn't like I had gotten on a scale and it was like, bitch, you gained 100 pounds. It wasn't Mm. that. It was just like, I know that I've been sitting here for four months eating, not Mm. doing anything else. So let's just, you know, not upset ourselves and not look at that mirror. I'm better now. Like, I'm, we still a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. But I you feel like. Truly a bad bitch. Correct. Yes. Correct. I can confirm, I can confirm <laughs> that you are, in fact, truly a bad bitch. Yes. It's, the pandemic has just taken, like, I feel like I want to have a conversation with fats in general mm-hmm. about how the pandemic has affected your, like, fat mental health, you mm-hmm. know? 
I realize that it has affected everyone's mental health because we're all going stir crazy. But I want to like have an open discord with mm-hmm. fats specifically who um, they're like, you know, routine that has gotten comfortable for them has changed significantly, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to eating and physical activity. Mm-hmm. Because even if you weren't doing a ton of physical activity before, you were at least, you know, walking to your car to go to work. Right. And also when you think about it, I mean, by virtue of having, because again, this is us assuming that everyone's in a situation where they're quarantining, working from home, well, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But like you are spending, literally spending more time around food. Mm-hmm. So it makes it more, it makes it easier for you to say like, oh, I can write this email, but also bitch, I want an oatmeal cookie. Right. Like I could also, I can take this call, but bitch, you know what? I need some Skittles. I'm going to order um, the family sized jug of macaroni and cheese from Wawa and snack on that throughout the day. Right. Because I'm going to want some for tomorrow. Too. Right. So, yeah, it just, you, you're literally around time. Your time is spent around food more than it was previously, I could assume. But I want to know how, one, how that has made you feel. And then, two, um, how you have either countered it or how you are dealing with it. So, if you're listening to this podcast and you're listening on one of the podcast um, streaming apps, hop on over to YouTube because we're on YouTube now, too. And let yeah. us know in the comments. We are. <laughs> this, this is breaking news. We are on YouTube. We bitch. are on YouTube. All of season one is uploaded on YouTube, and season two's first episode was uploaded. This one will be uploaded too. I take that back. All of season one might not be uploaded yet, but it, it should be by the time this episode comes out. Come on, bitch. This is all news to me. We're really pushing content, okay? Come on. So, yeah, let us know in the comments if you are a fat, or even if you're not a fat, how um, the pandemic has how it has interacted with your eating schedule and how you're feeling about that. How do you feel about people who have made comments like, I've gained so much weight during the pandemic, um, talking about it negatively, saying that, you know, once this is over, I have to get this weight off. Like, people who are not fat, who have experienced legitimate weight gain, probably because of, you know, again, being around food a lot, you know, stress eating, they're using that as a coping mechanism to deal with the shit show that is the mm-hmm. <laughs> the, uh, the the fucking COVID-19 response. How do you feel about them saying things like, I've gained weight, and talking about it in kind of like a negative way? Well, first of all, your perception of your body is yours. Mm-hmm. I, it really does bother me when... Okay, let me get this whole statement out. It bothers me when people who are the size of my thigh say, oh, I've gotten fat. Mm -hmm. However, I do understand that your perception of your body is yours. And if you're feeling like you're fat, then nobody can change that for you. However, you can change that for you. And you don't have to wait until the pandemic is over. If you would like to change your body, you can do that. You can work out inside of your house. You can change the way that you're eating. Um, I, I don't like when people talk about weight gain as a negative. Mm -hmm. I talk about weight gain as a negative. I'm trying to change that in me, but I don't like when people talk about it as a negative because one, it's not. Yeah. Um, and two, you are in control. Most of the time, there are people who are not in control. And also kind of, sorry, I don't mean to cut, cut you off, no, but it's like, considering the circumstances, bitch, give yourself a little bit of fucking right. credit and grace. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, this response to this pandemic has been shit. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you can, you know, th- the least of your concerns is, bitch, that you can't fit into them jeans that you could fit into before. Because where know? are you wearing them? Right. <laughs> it's like, 
I th- I feel like give it, it's okay. Like I think for me, it's not necessarily a visceral response. To people talking about weight in a negative way. I mean that shit is annoying, but it's also kind of like bitch. Like it's not that deep. It's not the worst thing in the world for you to have gained some weight. Unless it's causing you a health concern. Yeah. That's different. But, like, if, if you you gained a couple pounds, your body changes. Considering the circumstance, your body is expected to change. Mm-hmm. That everyone should be like me, risking their lives, going the fuck to the gym. Because they're <laughs> erratic and fucking crazy. And they're addicted to this shit. Like, nobody should be like that. And be holding themselves to that expectation when... It's okay that your body, and that's kind of the shit I have to remind myself sometimes too. I'm talking to y'all, but bitch, I'm really talking to you. <laughs> like, you, it's okay. It's okay that you gained a little bit of weight. It's okay. It doesn't mean, you know, it just doesn't mean that your life is ending tomorrow. At all. At all. What did we say in the last podcast? You have to be nice to yourself. Mm-hmm. Give yourself some leeway, especially in today's times. But um, if it's really bothering you, it is yours to change. Right. That's just my thought. I went through, like, I had, I don't want to call it a phase because it was really like a section of my life where I was like, I'm just going to be fat forever. Like, I don't have any control over that. That's just what my body is. It's what mm-hmm. it's always been. It's whatever. I'm okay with it. And while I am okay with, you know, how I look now, if I really wanted to change it, I could. Because mm-hmm. I could start working out regularly. I could change the way that I eat. That's really all up to me. There are some people who it's out of their control. People who have, like, eating disorders. People who are... um what is people like thyroid problems you know are people whose like mobility is limited because of a certain circumstance or something like that yeah but for Mm -hmm. me it really is in my control so i try first of all not to complain about it often Mm -hmm. because it is it is mine and it is in my control to change and two i try not to think about it negatively because it is me (laughs) and it's it's still something that I have to live with. And if I'm constantly saying, oh my gosh, I gained all of this weight. It's so terrible. What is that doing to my life? You know, like I'm spending more time downing myself than I am just living. Right. And that's really all that I can do right now is just live because right. everything else is fucked up. Yeah. And I mean, going back to giving yourself a little bit of credit, it's like, again, considering the circumstances of what's going on in the world and how bad a situation could be, niggas could be dead. Right. So, like, the fact that you are able to have self-awareness of how weight impacts you to not only say, like, this is something that I may want to change or may not want to change, but it's still, like, mine. Mm -hmm. So, I have to be able to exist with that in space in order to protect my own mental health. Because the, the fact of the matter is, is, like, and I've said this before, but if you're a fat person who's on the up or you're a fat person on the down you're still having to exist in the time that you're existing in. Right. So it's like you you still have to protect yourself mentally in a way that is going to help you do the thing that you want to do or not do anything at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can't have this constant negative self-talk when it comes to your weight because it's it, to me it's just counterproductive. Like I even if it's a situation where you have to fake it to your make it, I would rather you be like, bitch, I'm the baddest bitch in the world in the world and you have your internal issues with that you know maybe you don't necessarily believe it but i feel like you saying it and repeating that shit really does something Mm -hmm. it really does something to your mental health i was having this thought the other day like i remember i used to really get annoyed when people would call me fat because it kind of was like bitch you're outing me as a fat person but bitch 
what are you outing? I'm already a fat person. <laughs> but bitch, you get what I'm saying? Like, you called my bluff on being fat and you like use fat in like a derogatory way. Now I'm it, now I can legitimately say that me claiming fatness has done a number in terms of like kind of counteracting that whole visceral response to being called fat in a negative way. But also like when someone calls me fat now, like there have been times where people have been like, no, like there have been times where men who I've talked to have used fat to kind of like throw it back in my face when I don't show them interest. And it's like, <laughs> that's one of my favorites. And I'm like, there was a time where that bothered me. It legitimately does not bother me anymore. It doesn't bother me because you approached me and my fat ass and wanted me to show you attention. And now that I'm not showing you attention with my fat ass, you're like, oh, your ass is fat. Like, correct. You, you fat ass bitch. You, you, lucky, you lucky somebody interested you in the first place. Right. First of all. You got me fucked up. <laughs> all the way fucked up. And it's also kind of like, I remember somebody... Somebody said to me, we, we were, this is a child, hopefully I'm not stepping on anyone's toes, but this was um, me and a friend, me and a couple of friends were going to a bar. We went to this bar and it was time for us to go because the bar was closing and we need to make way. One of my skinnier friends was kind of like talking to this man mm-hmm. and like, you know, they were, you know, having a little, you know, conversation, shooting, shooting the gab, you know, kikiing for i guess like him wanting to get his phone number or whatever and my friend he's cute he's real cute he's an attractive face he's you know a slender he's real cute but it was time for us to go so <laughs> all of those things could be true but it was time for us to go and he was not the one who drove my other friend drove so it was kind of like okay we need to make our way home because niggas are tired it's late bitch it's, i'm ready to go and when I was trying to like, cur- like pull him away from the man, because I was trying to like, okay, you know, it's time for us to go. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Trying to pull him away from the man. The man had a visceral reaction to me doing that. He was like, "You only interjecting because nobody wants your fat ass." <laughs> and the I'm, way that I would have swung right there. And I, I literally just started laughing because I'm like, <laughs> first of all, I mean, this is the biggest reason. That's not true. <laughs> like, bitch, that is really not true. Like, and I mean, again, I'm not going to use like man and your ability to pull niggas as a way to kind of give you any kind of like cultural fucking collateral or whatever, bitch. But in this situation, in this situation, you're literally stating a thing that is infactual. It's, it's, like, it's not fact. It's, it's, you're not telling the truth. And I have receipts that prove otherwise, good so, friend. But again, we had we had to leave so we left and it was just i think about that situation sometimes i'm like a a younger me who didn't similar to you reckon with their relationship with body image self in self image fat like they would have kind of internalized that and had like more of a triggering kind of emotional scar trauma attached to that and it's like now i don't give a fuck i'm saying i really he said that to me to hurt me and it did not work so like it didn't it didn't do what it was supposed to have did (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so like claim your your fatness in whatever kind of mode that you're in because it's just it, it's just a fact of who you are right in in any particular time that's like somebody looking at you and being like you're just mad because nobody wanted your tall ass like oh okay <laughs> my ass is tall like that's not 
nigga, shut up. Right. Like they're making no sense. I mean, I hopefully, hopefully, my friend got the digits and they, you know, continue the conversation after the fact. That was also an option, sir. You didn't have to have a visceral reaction to me, but guess what? I wanted to say, bitch, are you are you taking him home? <laughs> Do you have a car, sir? Because I, I'm good for a follow. Are, are you taking him home? <laughs> this is me from. Um, this is Isaiah from um, ABC News. Are, are, are you taking? <laughs> are you taking him home? Are you taking him? Sorry, home? we would like a comment. <laughs> because if you're not taking him home, then bitch, I have to take him home. So he needs to come along. But yeah. All right, we're gonna get into a weekly consumption. A weekly consumption. Mm. We're gonna get into a weekly consumption right after this message. Follow us on all of our social media pages, especially um, Fat People Pod on Instagram, because I'm going to start posting on that again, I think, maybe. And um, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taylor Renee. Don't follow me on Instagram, because I don't post there anymore. You're going too fast, bitch. <laughs> follow Taylor on Twitch mm-hmm. at... Twitch.tv. Twitch.tv. Slash Taylor Renee. Taylor Renee. Mm-hmm. Do you want to spell that for the people? It's... It's the same as it's always been, guys. Taylor R Y N A I. And you can follow me at the Black Hermione on Instagram. The Black. The Black. It's D A B L A C K. Hermione is H E R M I O N E. You can follow me on Twitter also at Taylor Renee, spelled exactly the same way. It's actually Taylor Renee on everything. So if you ever want to find me on a social media, it's Taylor Renee. So let's talk about some things that we have been consuming this week. This is the the segment of the show where we just talk about, again, anything that we've been consuming this week. It can be literally, you know, anything, food, it could be content, it could be music, a game, anything like that. Literally anything. Anything that we've been consuming. The thing that I've, I have two weekly consumptions, the thing that I've been consuming this week that I really want people to watch so that we can talk about it is. Attack on Titan. Now, I've said this before, I feel like on this podcast, but bitch, season four is out. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, there are things that are happening, bitch. And I really enjoy this show. (laughs) I really, truly enjoy the show. If anybody who doesn't know what Attack on Titan is, it's an animated, it's an anime. And without giving too much about the show, essentially it's about... I don't want to give too much, but you need to watch. I feel like you've already told us it's about people getting eaten by these big humanoid ass niggas. Yes, big humanoid (laughs) creatures. But the show gets so much bigger. It's like that's the 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 very small. That's like a very small detail about the show as the show goes on, and it's giving very much so like there's a political struggle, bitch, and you're like, okay, there's a political struggle, and you you're they have you they are raising questions about like what does it mean to be moral, like. Because it's all about morality from morality based off of perspective. Like, if you're looking at a situation from this perspective, then you would consider this person good, that person evil. But mm-hmm. if you're looking at it from the other side's perspective, you can see how that person is good and how that person is evil. So it's it really has you asking yourself some deep questions and wondering whose side that you would be on. And because they're really doing, there's characters, no character is like clean. They've all done yeah. fuck shit. It's very, it's giving Game of Thrones. It's, it's very much so animated Game of Thrones, but based in a completely different context. Um, I really want people to watch this because there was something that happened last episode that was oh. really 
a lot of people I follow on Twitter now that I'm in the gaming sphere mm-hmm. are really into this show. Mm-hmm. And um, because of that, I have started watching, but I've only watched the first two episodes of season one, so I'm very behind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm interested. It's scary. But um, I think that, you know, it could get, it could get and good. And it's completely original. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole universe that they're operating in is completely original. I love when, like, a show like has its own lore and like they'll mm. give you like tidbits of the lore and then the 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 show is coming as we're coming into the final season this is the fourth season a lot of the moments that you you learn about like it's coming full circle like they're closing loops in ways that I like haven't seen in the show in a really long time and I have had very visceral emotional reactions like I've cried to the show <laughs> multiple times yeah you said I was listening to uh the bonus bite episode from season one where you did all of your anime rants mm-hmm. and you were really talking about Attack on Titan like it has changed your life it's really <laughs> good and I want people to watch it because I really feel like my favorite character, her name is Mikasa. Mm-hmm. You said that in that episode, too. And I'm going to say it again, <laughs> bitch. I am a Mikasa stan, bitch. There are some people who are team Levi. I mean, Levi is that nigga. But I'm also, I'm, I'm always here for a strong female character, bitch. Yes. I love a Mikasa. I also really like Hanji. But that's my weekly consumption, one of them. You want to do yours next? Yeah. Um. Okay, so, I mean, both of mine are going to be similar. But, uh, like I said, I've joined the gaming sphere. So, I've been consuming a lot of... Uh, live stream gaming gaming content and someone i'm really into is unicorny kai that's her name so mm. unicorny and then kai is her name twitch.tv slash unicorny kai her link will be in the description below but she does um games similar to what i do so like life simula life simulation games the sims animal crossing she also plays um some shooter games she was really good at this zombie game i was watching her play it was kind of insane oh, wow. but the reason that I enjoy watching her is there's just something like magical about her where she makes you feel good, you know, yeah. like she exudes this happy energy that just makes you feel like you're having a good time. And I, I watch a lot of content creators and there are only a couple who do specifically that. And she's one of them. Yeah. So if you are, you know, like me, you like playing video games while also someone else plays video games. What I do is I put on someone playing The Sims I do and then I will too. play The Sims. Yeah, I used to do that too. I love that. And when it's, I used to do that on YouTube a lot, but when it's live, you can interact with the other person who is mm-hmm. playing The Sims, which is one of my favorite parts. And she's really good about interacting with her community. So definitely check her out. Um, Twitch.tv slash Kai. Like I said, her link will be in the description below. My other weekly consumption, 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 Mm-hmm. Consumption <laughs> is cut. Have you heard of Cut the the YouTube channel? Cut. It's kind of giving. Weren't they the ones that do um the lineups and like guess who is whatever? Yeah, they do dr- t- truth or drink or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That, I really want that game by the way. Too. <laughs> we, can that. we can play that on the podcast. Bitch, we didn't even do that. That is so good. Um. I, bitch, I've never watched her videos, and I've just been addicted to them lately. And watching them, they're giving BuzzFeed. Yeah. I mean, that's the elephant in the room, bitch. It's but shut very up. Very much BuzzFeed. They're giving BuzzFeed, but it's kind of like a breath of fresh air because I feel like people are. I feel like people were always reading Buzz, BuzzFeed mm-hmm. lately, but I like the content that they produce. I think they raise some interesting questions, and then everything feels very real and yeah. honest. Like I remember one of the shows that they did was like guess your gender identity, guess the person's gender identity. And it's like, they, they still show people being misgendered and it's kind of uncomfortable, but I feel like that's kind of the point. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? To see them, you know, 
trying to reckon with how to you how do you identify someone in in a space where we're trying to be more inclusive of different gender identities. So it was just it's just interesting to see shit like that documented. Um, so I just really like their content, and I think it's addictive. It's one of those things where like you can watch one one video, and then find yourself you know eight hours later having watched all know, of them, all of the videos <laughs> that have ever been produced by Cut. So check out Cut. <laughs> that link will be in the description below, also, and in the podcast notes is that what they're called the show notes yes Mm -hmm. uh okay so my second one is a live streamer named trizzy trizzy is the complete opposite of kai in that he does not go out of his way to make you feel welcome and like warm (laughs) Kai, (laughs) he is the complete opposite he has um like he's you know how you have that friend i feel like me and isaiah are these friends (laughs) where you can just like read them for filth (laughs) and it's like cute Cause you're doing it, you know, out of love. That's is that, is that how that works? Is that what we're doing? No play. Yeah, that's, that's what truly our friendship. Trizzy's channel reminds me of. Except we're not like reading each other. He just has like, you know, semi-violent channel reaction, channel <laughs> redemptions. There's one where you can like redeem a shootout, and all these guns will pop up on his stream and shoot at him, and he has to like duck out of the way. It's really cool. Oh, so that's cool. Basically, yeah. you're just like you know, making fun of him while also having a good time and putting him through hell while he streams a video game. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. His chat is always jumping. It's a good time. Twitch.tv slash Trizzy, T-R-Z-Z-E-Y. The link will be down below. He plays um, Animal Crossing for sure. That's his main game. But he also delves into like horror shooter games i love a horror shooter game um he plays other like story driven games he does a lot of he's a variety streamer like me he does a lot and it's a lot of fun i highly suggest that if you like watching people play games that you check him out are you okay we need to do episodes on this whole gaming thing because i want to know like what do people look for when they're looking at like people play video games. I think it's different for everybody mm-hmm. um, because even the two that I just said, they have very different atmospheres in their stream. Mm-hmm. And also there are times where I go to watch somebody play a video game who in, like has silent in their title. So they're not using their mic or their cam. They're yes. not talking to you. They're mm-hmm. just playing. Um, but it's still live. So like you can suggest, oh, hey, don't go that way. Or, hey, pick up that gun. And they might still do that. They're yeah. just not going to talk to you. <laughs> I enjoy that for like the, you know, chill vibes situation. Mm-hmm. But if I'm, in a, if I'm in a mood for like I want to hang out with my friends, then I would go to a stream like um, Trizzy's or Kai's where like the chat is always jumping. We're all talking to each other. The streamer's talking to us. So it really depends on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as a streamer, I have learned that trying to mold myself into something that I would enjoy watching is not the way to go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need to just be myself. And then the people who enjoy watching the type of content that I make will come and watch me. But I have tried to, you know, be hype or be, you know, just somebody that I'm not (laughs) in order to get views. And that's just not it. Yeah. I'm the kind of stream. I'm not a streamer. I'm the kind of person. I think on the whole, I like to watch people specifically on YouTube who are really good at the game that they play. Mm-hmm. You, that's my thing. So I'm very much so like 100% walkthrough, platinum trophy yeah. walkthrough. Like that's my... That's definitely something that people look for on Twitch too. People who are like, I want to go watch this streamer because they're the best in this game. Right. Like, especially yeah. people who play like Fortnite or like Call of Duty, those, those types of things. Girl. I can't... Fortnite really drives me crazy. I it's, just don't understand the mechanics of that game at all. It girl. moves so quickly. It's like the hunker games on speed and yeah. i just i don't be understanding <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very interesting to watch i 
I can't watch people play that game at all. <laughs> I also, Call of Duty, not really interested in that. I can't, I love watching people. I used to watch a lot of people play League of Legends. Mm-hmm. And I find myself like coming back to that a little bit more now, watching people play League of Legends and seeing like, I don't even, I have not played that game in a long time. But, like, just seeing people who are very, like, it's crazy when you really think about gaming. Like, these niggas really know a fucking lot. Mm -hmm. Like, and really have developed strategies and fucking. And it's, your brain moves faster. Like, their brain moves faster than I think my brain could move. Like, especially for shooter games. Because it's like, I just can't, my thumbs cannot find the target as fast as my eyes can. And then also shoot. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but I also tend to look for streamers who are playing games that I'm really into. Mm-hmm. Like I've played Kingdom Hearts multiple times. Yes, so finding people one. who play Kingdom Hearts is fun for me because I know what's going to happen in the game and it's fun watching them make choices. Um, because generally they make choices that I would not make. Right. <laughs> and it's like, um, how did you do that? And yeah. why did you make that choice? Like RPGs are really fun to watch people play because it's kind of like, this is your interpretation of how to complete said game. Cause yeah. like kingdom hearts is one of those games where it's like the story arc is the same, but you can make, you can follow different paths in order to get to like yeah. the same conclusion. It's like, are you a strength driven? Are you magic driven? Are you defense driven? You get to make all of those decisions right at the beginning. So it changes the trajectory of that your game. game. is So fucking good, bitch. Like it's <laughs> truly good. I have to watch them. I'm the third one. I haven't watched that one, but their story is very mm-hmm. like, it's the story is good, but it's like, bitch, what are we talking about? Like yeah. nobody's and heartless, <laughs> bitch. What are we saying? It's just about a the lot. World? Of, it's a lot going on for absolutely nothing. But it's the lore. You know, I'm a whore for lore. It yeah. is great. It's really, really good. I want us to play Mario Party on the podcast. I, I'm not sure how that would work. We would have to like show them what we're doing on the screen, <laughs> and then also have someone. We could do that though. Like I could set it up. But it would be like a visual podcast. We'd have to make it a visual podcast. Like, I would love it because I really enjoyed when we were playing Mario Party in Atlanta, bitch. We went to Atlanta, did nothing but stay in the apartment. Yep. and Because there was nothing else to do. But the apartment was really nice. It was really nice. But the Mario Party, I was getting my whole fucking life. We played Mario Party. I think I beat them every time we played. Oh, girl. <laughs> Niggas be cheating at this game. I don't understand why. Nobody was cheating. You're just bad. I don't appreciate the disrespect. I feel like everyone. I I was getting so upset too because I'm like I feel like I should be so much better at this game. It was not even that you were bad at it. It was just like the strategy behind. My, I'm not going to tell you my strategy, but the strategy. There's a strategy behind Mario Party. So like you have to play to the strategy, not just play the game. See, <laughs> I, you see me being wholesome and enjoying family time and just wanting to play play with my sisters, but this bitch is over here strategizing. This is why no. <laughs> No, see, scheming. And then she, you noticed how she didn't share with us the strategy, bitch. No, because it's my strategy, especially if we're going to play. No. <laughs> no. Don't talk to me. We also played Mario Kart for shots. That was a mistake. Girl. And it was my mistake, because I suggested it, that you take a shot if you come less than fifth. And I think I have finished higher than fifth one time. Bitch. And that was the night that I... It was a rough night that girl, night. <laughs> it was, girl, it was so rough. It was a rough night. And I, um, that was my first time playing the Switch. And the Switch was cute. Mm-hmm. She, I love my Switch. I love it. She was really cute. Well, guys. Wait, I have one more weekly consumption. I oh, think. okay, girl. I am not a horror game, okay? I get scared very easily. I love horror games. But I have started playing a game called Little Hope. I'm not streaming this one because, again, it would just be me screaming the entire time. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a game that you can play with more than one person. So me and my friend Shay are playing together. Um, 
it's a fun game. It's a good game. <laughs> it's a fun game. And it, it, it is fun. It's just there's a lot of jump scares, and I really oh, be I like jumping out of my seat screaming. But, like, the storyline, A+. Plus. It's just it's hard for me to get through it because I'm I literally play with my hands over my eyes most of the time. So you are um, a person and you (laughs) you and four other people were on a bus that wrecked. And um, in order to get help, you have to walk into this little town called Little Hope to Mm -hmm. find a telephone to call for help. I don't want to play this. I'm scared already, bitch. And a lot has happened in this town. Basically, um. Little Hope was the site of witch trials, just like this, just like Salem. Play. This is it's giving too much, bitch. I, I love a witch plot, but as soon as you talk about the witch trials, like the historical event, there is a lot going on yeah. there, and I can't. And it pulls no punches. It gives you everything that was going on, and I was scared. Do you pick a character or something? Well, it gives you a character. So there are five characters, and the game switches you between characters based on the part of the story that we're on. Okay. And because two of us are playing together, I thought that it was going to be better to play with somebody because if a scary part came up, I could close my eyes while she took care of it. Mm-hmm. But this game splits you up. Oh, no. So you and two uh, NPC characters are walking around doing things, and then the person you're playing with is somewhere completely else. Completely else. I'd be scared. <laughs> I was scared. I was locked in this building, and then I hear this like banging on the door, and I'm like, "Oh, bitch! The ghost has come to get me. And We're dying." Gonna get me, bitch, because I'm not moving from this spot. <laughs> so then the door flies open, and it's her character. She had come to the building because that's where the story took her. Oh, wow. I'm terrified, thinking that I'm about to die, and it's the person I'm playing with. The game is really good, but also I'm scared. I'm googling this. <laughs> watch, um, uh, yeah, watch a playthrough of it on YouTube, because then it's less scary, right? Because you're not actually doing the things. That's how I feel. Yeah. Because, look, I don't like, I don't really like games with a whole bunch of jump scares. Like, I really don't like fucking, remember the Slenderman? Mm-hmm. French, I don't like that. I don't like that franchise. I really don't like motherfucking, um, what's the one um, where you're like, supposed to be like a security person and then it's like at a carnival and they have all those different what is the name of that game (laughs) let me find it that shit is disturbing hold on game about demon animal puppets if you know what it is put a comment in the comments right now it's called something you're like a security officer and you're supposed to be like the person who trains you knows that like it's like haunted or whatever and these creature it's not like you know how they have those big suits, like when you go to like a carnival or something, they have like mm-hmm. people inside the suit that's like a furry thing. Mm-hmm. Like those are, they come to life at night. Oh, uh-uh. and they like the the security officer who you're playing as knows this. What is it called? I don't I'm getting know. mad. What is it called? It's playing on my fear of mascots, and I'm not I'm not here for it. Yeah. But thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Catch us next week because we're we're gonna stay on schedule. We're when we're gonna up. talk about um, we're gonna talk about fat. What I I had this in my mind. We're going to talk about fat representation in video games as well as some other things. But we were supposed to talk about that in this podcast it and we forgot. Not. So tune in for that next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>